Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Memory Machine Podcast. Merry it's Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, <laughs> to this historical, anecdotal, pop cultural, Christmical podcast. Yes, it's Christmas. That's right. Uh, my name is Nate Lockhart. I am your host. This is coming a week late. I apologize. Things have been crazy. Uh, but uh, who do I have here with me today? Uh, you have Trey Whittish. Hi, Trey. Uh, holiday Christmas dad, basically. That's what I'm going to call myself. <laughs> hey, we got a Christmas dad over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No you real talk. kids, but I love Christmas. That's so. right. <laughs> My wife calls me a Christmas dad. I feel, I oh boy, just just put, put, put a corncob <laughs> pipe in your mouth and yeah. a Christmas sweater and you're ready to go, eh? Yep, yeah. exactly. I love it. Exactly. I love it. Um, <laughs> so today, today's topic, we're going to be talking about uh, Disney animated christmas stuff yeah i think it's fair to say we didn't write anything down for live action stuff. no i mean we could mention yeah. it because it's there but we're talking yeah. about the stuff we saw when we were four right yeah so take that one magic christmas yes. you're not getting talked about tonight uh I neither seen... are you santa claus two that's right and three and three <laughs> yes possibly a fourth i don't know uh. Uh, go get uh, your Tim Allen Christmas curse movies elsewhere. <laughs> this is, uh, we're talking about cartoons. Yes. Um, but before we do that, I did prepare the Week in Geek because, uh, especially for this week, is something very near and dear to my heart. Uh, for you saw the notes, yes, so you know I what's did. coming. I know, what, I know what's and, happening. And, and you probably rolled your eyes when you saw. I was like, a, a freaking course. I didn't roll my eyes. It's Christmas. Uh, it's, it's a Christmas oh, gift to thanks. find this on this in geek history for you. Thanks, thanks, Trey. <laughs> it was a Christmas gift to me. Um, on December fifth, in nineteen seventy-eight, Laserdisc is released to the world. Well, more more accurately, to Atlanta, Georgia, where it was test marketed. Um, yeah, Laserdisc came out, uh, on December 15th of 1978, uh, although it wasn't called Laserdisc then, it was called DiscoVision. Uh, they thought that would be a better name for it. Uh, I think the Laserdisc name came a little later. After um, Disco itself died? After Disco, yeah, <laughs> after Disco became a less tenable term, uh, they, 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 they changed it to, to, well, I think first to LaserVision, okay. and then to Laserdisc, because... There's a um, there's there's a hilarious uh, infomercial, well maybe uh, infomercial product video about Laser Vision, MCA Laser Vision, starring Letter Nimoy, oh. and he's talking to a glowing rock about laser discs. <laughs> of course he is. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I love laser discs. I collect them. It's a great format for collecting because the sleeves are nice and big, like records. They don't take up. Uh, a lot of space compared to other collectible items, although they are very heavy when you get a bunch of them, because they're all like one-pound slabs of plastic. All right. And uh, they have to spin very fast to produce video. So if you ever see one with uh, a laser player with its hood open and it's playing a disc, keep your fingers away. It will cut them off. <laughs> it's, uh, really? Yeah. They spin that fast. Oh, I think it's like 6,000 RPM. Uh, to Jeez. to read the disc, yeah, it's it's a little scary. Why would they ever allow a player to be open while I, it was spinning? I don't, I I don't, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you only can, can do it if you you know unscrew the lid, oh, but okay. still, they should lock. Yeah, it should <laughs> it should be locked. But I've worked on them without without hoods. I've cleaned up lenses, uh, laser lenses and stuff. Yeah, but, but yeah, laser disc is fun. When it first came out, it was uh, the only format. That, there's there's two modes that it can 
have video on, CAV and CLV. And uh, one allows for a few more features, things like uh, perfect still frame and frame by frame, uh, uh, frame by frame skipping. Okay. Um, but when you get that, you only are allowed 30 minutes of video per side. So imagine getting up to flip the disc every half an hour of your two and a half hour long movie. Yeah, like uh, that's uh, <laughs> the Titanic Laserdisc package must be heavy. Oh yeah. Well, th- <laughs> well, then you have the other format, which doesn't allow for frame skipping in that in that sense. Okay. Um, but that hold, holds an hour per side, All right. which is a lot different. Yes. Um, it's it's a lot more manageable, and a lot of players later on could do both sides play so you didn't even have to get up to change the disc okay um but yeah that uh i believe one of the very first movies released on laserdisc was jaws and that movie is over two hours correct yes it's like two and a half hours i, I think. think so yeah Maybe two and a half hours so that's uh Certainly long that's yeah that's that's three discs Th- three discs for your uh wow for, for your jaws you no know, it movie. doesn't feel that long when you're watching it i guess no, that's because it it's a good movie yeah because steven spielberg knows how to uh like knows if how I, to pace a film if i think about uh, jaws being two and a half hours the yeah. concept itself seems untenable for two and a half i know hours. right how are you gonna do two I, and a half hours right. of jaws it's, it's about a killer jaw it's about a killer <laughs> shark like yeah i mean geez when movies like that happen in the 50s like 90 minutes was a stretch, you know? Yeah, well, good. <laughs> but uh, times have changed. Kudos to you, Mr. Kudo, Spielberg. Kudos we to you. Duff our caps. Yes. Kudo to, kudos to you, Mr. Spielberg. Kudos to you, uh, Laserdisc. Yes. Too good for this world. <laughs> uh, I kind of, I always hope it'll, something like that will come back. Because I don't, I don't know, I feel like with the way thing digital, the way thing yeah. digital media is and Blu-rays, like they feel too inconsequential. I want a big slab of plastic to put in a player. <laughs> right. Um, speaking, just make it like 4K and I'll buy it. Speaking of Spielberg yeah. and the holidays, can I digress? Please. For a second. I wish you would. So uh, another, we're not going to talk about it this episode, but another Christmas movie, or mm. kind of Christmas movie because it takes place at Christmas time, directed okay. by Mr. Spielberg, was Hook. Oh, yeah. Which uh, we all loved as kids. Mm-hmm. Everybody else who was over the age of like 10 hated it yeah the critics hate it yeah spielberg himself hates it which is weird which is weird because you yeah. know i watch it now i'm like oh it's still magical yeah no it's, like it's, it still speaks to me everybody hated it yeah i had uh, no clue that it, it was looked upon that poorly until like i realized oh nobody who's not our age <laughs> likes it and and i don't know like like i i've revisited it uh recently with teddy like, yeah we, we watched it and i I still really like it. Yeah, it's still. I, I don't know what they were missing. I right. I don't know what 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 we get that they didn't. Oh yeah. But we might be great. watching it through our six year old eyes. Yeah. It's hard for me to separate and watch something like that as a well, thirty three year old. Like I can go back and look at some things that I enjoyed as a kid, like cartoons that I like the Super Mario Brothers yeah. Super Show. Like I'll go back and look at that and be like, no, this cartoon actually sucked. <laughs> um, well, but. Not that. Uh, Maybe we'll do a deep dive on it one episode. We, we'll just we watch it until uh, we figure uh, out what's wrong with it. You know, there's a, another uh, Christmas connection to Hook. What? Um, you know, the animated special, A Wish for Wings at Work. Are you familiar with that? I think so. It features yeah. Opus. Uh, oh, the, from uh, Bloom uh, County. From Bloom County. Yeah. Uh-huh, and, and Bill the Cat. Um, Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman were on that special. 
because Steven Spielberg's production company was making a Wish for Wings at work. <laughs> so he was like, hey, guys, uh, come here in this closet real quick. We're going to record some voice, some voice stuff. <laughs> and so because of that connection, they were able to get Robin Williams and Dustin oh, Hoffman nice. in this Bloom County special. Uh, <laughs> it's really fun, though, by the way. I watched it w- recently with Teddy, and uh, Teddy thinks Bill the Cat is one of the funniest things that's ever happened. <laughs> Where uh where where'd you find it on YouTube or something? It's on YouTube. Okay. No one cares about the copyright to right, that thing. So I'm gonna go watch uh, that when I get home tonight. Then yeah, you should. I I grew up watching it. My it was one of my mom's favorite Christmas specials. <laughs> so we, it right. was in uh, heavy rotation. But anyway, speaking, to Disney. Speaking of Christmas specials, uh, I think uh, we were talking about this before. Uh, we got kind of two big chunks here one of them is sort of like a rundown of the films themselves and another thing yes. that we wanted to talk about though is i feel like um is uh it'd be fun to sort of set the scene for our nostalgias oh and sure. talk about how we experienced these cartoons uh from the get-go trey do you want to uh to tell us how you first experienced yes. these cartoons i first experienced these disney shorts um sort of out of their own context, there was a VHS yeah. video series uh, starting in the late 80s when mm-hmm. I was a very young kid called Disney Sing-Along Songs. Right. Um, we and had Zippity-Doo-Dah. Zippity-Doo-Dah. Yeah. I had, what, Disneyland Fun. I had mm-hmm. I had Hi-Ho. Some were, oh, hosted, yeah, by the, uh, some were hosted by the Blue, the blue Professor. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I forget from, his uh, name. From, from uh, Toot Whistle Plunk and Boom. Y- yes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. But they were yeah. hosted by him. Um mm-hmm. But uh, there was one, and there were a few, but there was one in particular that was my favorite, hosted by a Jiminy Cricket called mm. uh, Very Merry Christmas Songs. Mm. And so it was a sing-along song, all the you know, Silent Night, Deck the Halls, Jingle Bells, uh, March of the Wooden Soldiers, uh, Up on the Housetop, um, all these songs played sing-along-wise, but over clips of all these yeah. Disney Christmas shorts. Mm-hmm. So I could just I just saw these like it didn't there was no none of the dialogue none of the you know context or order was there but it, yeah. I thought these were all these cool Disney Christmas cartoons with mm-hmm. Chip and Dale you know uh, antagonizing Pluto from a Christmas tree or, yeah. or or the winter cartoons Donald Duck getting a snowball fight with his nephews or, yes or um. Or uh, Santa's uh, the toys dancing around and decorating the Christmas tree mm-hmm. one night. So they From were us, all the night before Christmas in this right, yeah. special, um, all <clears throat> in this special, just sing-alongs over it. So so just completely out of context, but clips. But they were all these fascinating uh, clips uh, anchored by a song. Sung by Jiminy Cricket from an original special called From All of Us to All of You that was aired in 1958. So that yeah. song was there intact uh, because it was used to introduce to the show. It's mm-hmm. it's Jiminy Cricket singing and Mickey Mouse playing all the instruments. Um, and it introed all of these songs and these shorts. And it was, you know, there was also, it was all these winter shorts, but there was some stuff like the, um, there was Fantasia footage in uh, Joy to the World, the... Uh, the dance of the sugar plum fairies, I think. They had the one, oh. the, the dancing on the ice. You know, the oh, fairies are yeah, dancing yeah, on the yeah, ice yeah, cream yeah. and everything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So they would have that with joy to the world. And there were all these footage from specials. And I was like, these are all, where did all these come from? Or not necessarily. I mean, that's what I thought yeah. they were. Um, and then it wasn't until Disney Channel, 
became yeah. not became not a premium channel, became part of regular cable. Uh-huh. All these shorts in their original entirety would be shown late at night around the holiday time. So I think like I you know, twelve year old Trey's up at uh one a.m. on Christmas Eve because he just sits in bed and reads and listens to music all night and doesn't sleep much. Uh, I'm gonna flip on the TV and there are these Disney shorts. I was yeah. just flipping through and I was like, these are all from that. Sing along thing, yeah. and that's how I watched the night before Christmas yeah. in Santa's workshop, and broken toys, and yes. toy tinkers, and Pluto's yeah. Christmas tree, and all that stuff. And that's so that's how I found them. And I, you know, boy, I mean, you really like that. That's something that I don't know if uh, if that's something that can be experienced today by by kids in terms of just sort of stumbling upon something late at night on cable. No. And sort of just being mesmerized by right. it. Um I, I, cable just doesn't have that power anymore. Uh, no, it's it all doesn't. on YouTube. It's all on YouTube. Yeah, and, instead of, instead I guess it would be like reaching an epiphany on a YouTube binge and you're like all of a sudden like, "Oh my god, this is that thing." Yeah. And then going down that rabbit hole. Right, exactly. Uh, like late at night on the internet. Right. <laughs> Which I guess that's sort of similar. But back then when you just had no control right over over a lot of it unless it happened to be released on video. Right. Um I should they, note, yeah, there's something very magical about that. Yeah. There, there was something very magical about that. I should note too that it was it wasn't just the Disney original stuff. Mm-hmm. Disney hadn't Disney acquired an animation library? The Fleischer one? So there was like a on that sing along thing, I yeah. think the Fleischer Rudolph was on it. Oh really? The Fleischer Rudolph <laughs> was behind yeah. Was they did Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? It was the Fleischer, yeah. the Fleischer Rudolph. So yeah. some there was Fleischer footage uh-huh. in that too. They uh, um, Disney in the eighties had acquired a lot of their um, non-licensed character cartoons. So I think not Betty Boop and not Popeye, but pretty much everything else yeah. that Fleischer had okay. done. And that was a video series from mm-hmm. the eighties. So they must have get they must have had it and said, oh, we can use this mm-hmm. for Rudolph. Yeah, because they didn't never did a Rudolph thing on their own. I don't think. No. But they had the Fleischer. No. Uh, they probably also did um, Fleischer's uh, Color Classics cartoon, Christmas Comes But Once a Year. There's one of those. Christmas oh, Comes yes. But Once a Year. Now yeah, it's, it's here. here. Now it's here. here. Yeah. yeah, with the weird Bringing guy that's making all the here. toys. The, the Grampy. Grampy yeah. making all the toys yeah. in the kitchen. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, okay, so that was a Fleischer yeah. acquired by Disney. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, the, the, well, Disney, I, I mentioned it so many times in this podcast before, but Disney used to show all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like, it was not just... Disney back then. Right. Um, I believe, I mean, you can go on YouTube right now and look up Disney Channel promo 1990 or Disney Channel promo 1987, and it'll be like uh, Yogi Bear, Happy Days Reunion. <laughs> and like, you're just like, what is this channel? Like, what is it trying to be? And then, like, followed by that, uh, New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And oh. then, uh, I don't know, here's some Chippendale cartoons. <laughs> it was. Uh, or or here's Vincent Price uh, reading poetry to you. <laughs> Disney Disney Channel was a was a very weird thing before before yes. it came to basic oh, yeah. cable. Yeah, uh, before it came to basic Their cable. Original packages. content was weird. I was just reminded today. Oh of my gosh, Dumbo so... Circus and, oh. and Welcome to Pooh Corner. Welcome to Pooh Those Corner. Weird puppet and giant costume Dumbo shows. Dumbo Circus, kind of an elephant fly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not a good show. <laughs> Sir, unwatchable. Uh. I mean, can you imagine sitting a child down today to to watch those shows? No. Like they're just not those. They used yeah. to have another puppet show. I think it was like Henson's 
puppets of like Mother Goose rhymes and stuff. Oh yeah, that's different. But yeah, that but that stuff that, was good. Yeah, I'd, I'd sit them down to watch that. Yeah, yeah, but, that's different. But we that, digress again. Yeah, th- th- there's always a Henson <laughs> quality. Well, there's just so much to talk about I know. in terms of like because because this just brings back so many memories of what it was like to to watch these things on television yes. at the time of being a kid. I yeah. mean, this is something that you know. Whereas other things like perhaps like if we're talking about. Maybe Nick at Night, where that's something we experienced when we were a little bit older. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is something that we grew up with and saw again and again for yes. years and years yes. and years. So, like, yeah. the nostalgia is inescapable. Like, you yep. can't, I can't disconnect myself from it. I just can't do it. Um, nor should I, I think. Right. Um, did, did you have these taped at any point in time, like Mickey's Christmas Carol? Um, like I that? had Mickey's Christmas Carol taped yeah. at some point. That was years after the fact, though. I think okay. I ta- I think I finally, because, uh, you know, it used to be shown on ABC every year or CBS. The The rights bounced back it and did. forth. It did. One year I finally had the sense of mind to just tape it off of there because yeah. they would also have uh, – the Donald Snow fight, yes, and uh, and sometimes the hockey champ, sometimes Pluto's Christmas tree. Yeah, um, I had the sense of mind to tape that. I don't think I ever taped the other shorts. Mm. I never taped those off of the TV. Yeah, I just, you know, on Christmas Eve I went looking for them. Like, yeah, you know, right, right. Um, right. you know, I think like throughout most of the season, all the Rankin Bass stuff that was running over and over again on the Family Channel and then Fox Family and then ABC Family yeah. and Freeform. Yeah. We'd watch that. 25 Days of Christmas yes. marathon. Oh. Yes. And even before they formally yeah. counted that, all that yeah. stuff was on the channel. Like on a Saturday afternoon, yep. sitting down and watching every one yeah. of those. Ooh, what's this one? Jack Frost. I've never yeah. seen this one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. But uh, so I taped Mickey's Christmas Carol at some point. Now I just bought the DVD of it. Yeah. But yeah. um, I taped. we taped. Yeah, just the Mickey's the Christmas Carol. I first mm. saw, and I first speaking of Mickey's Christmas Carol, that one I first saw on a VHS. My parents went to Video Factory to rent uh, yeah. a movie or something um, to watch, and brought home Mickey's Christmas Carol for me, and that's how I first saw that. And huh. that was that was the first my first ever experience with any with any of the Dickens' A Christmas uh, me Carol. Me too. Yeah. So me I was too. like, I was just like, this is. This is amazing. Yeah, that, that, that's <laughs> like, how I just it was I, my that, favorite thing ever. Yeah, that, Goofy's nose getting pinched, falling down the yeah. stairs, all that stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that was that was like that was it to me. That was Christmas for me for years and years. That was yeah. I had to watch that. I, I watch it every year. Yeah, I, I feel like you're either like a a a a, a, a Mickey's Christmas Carol kid, or you were a Muppets Christmas yes. Carol kid. And I was yeah. definitely a Mickey's Christmas yeah. Carol kid. Was that was Mickey's the one I Christmas watched all Carol. the time. I, I never, I, I didn't see the Muppets one until college. I saw the Muppets one when it came out, and it was good. But I, yeah. I feel like if you, if you were a, I, everybody I knew, I, this is how I say it: if you were a Muppets Carol kid over a Mickey's Christmas Carol kid, yeah, you saw the Muppets Carol one before you saw the Mickey's one, and yeah. vice versa. If you uh-huh. saw Mickey's, yeah. then Muppets, you were a Mickey's kid. Yeah. I think I yeah. feel like it's that way because it's just. It's the fir- I think the first time seeing that a story like that is uh, is probably what sticks with you. Oh yeah, like, I'm, well, it's, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about more about yeah. the, the short later, but it's just such a it, it, it's so well condensed. Yes, and it, it hits all the emotional beats without really missing anything, uh, which is really remarkable for something done in 30 minutes yes you know so 30 minutes such a good idea but i think the original book is like what almost 200 pages yeah. like yeah that's pretty um, amazing interesting about that 
uh, we can talk more about it later. We'll get into it. But it was almost a decade before it was the um, the, TV, the the short. Hmm. It it had been uh, condensed as one of their uh, stories on record. Yes, yes. So uh-huh. in 1974, yeah, they got together and did it as a kids' record. Right. Um. So I, I, they probably, you know. And then yeah. they just had to animate it by the time it, I mean they re-recorded everything and did everything yeah. again. Yeah. But and some the, of the lyrics the, were, uh, for the songs cuz in in the children's LP there well, I don't want to get to it <laughs> but, but but in the children's LP there yeah. there were songs. Right. And so but they didn't bring those in except for the opening one. Right. Um and so but what they did is they just took some of the, the lyrics for the songs and just turned it into dialogue. Yep. And it yeah. works. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Those those songs are not missed. They they weren't great songs. Yes, yeah. I don't think. But um, I mean, yeah. I, I I listen to the LP sometimes with uh with uh my son. Yeah. Uh, do you or, ha- do you own it? Well, or? I don't own the LP. It's on Spotify. Okay. So you can listen to. Oh. Yeah, it's just right right there. I want to so sometimes to in the it, car. Man. I'll just I'll turn it on and oh, I'd me love and to Teddy will that. listen to it. Yeah. Um, the acting isn't as good, uh, except for Alan Young is Scrooge. Yeah, Alan which, Young uh, is God Scrooge. bless him. I think that was yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. No. You were saying that the rights bounced around. What for? Some. Well. In 1991 is when we taped it, which was okay. the first year that CBS had the yes, rights. Yes, because CBS it. had it for a while. They did, and that is when my parents went on a Christmas special taping frenzy. <laughs> so we had this tape that had it was either one tape or two tapes. I, I don't remember how many. But it had on it, um, we had Mickey's Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. which was preceded by the two shorts, uh, right. Donald Snow Fight and Pluto's Christmas Tree. Yes, I had those. And then it had Rudolph, it had yep. Frosty, and it had Twas the Night Before Christmas and Wish for Wings at Work. We're, oh. we're all on this tape. <laughs> And, think, and with no commercials edited out, oh, so okay. it had like all like the Super Nintendo commercials were on there. Yeah, and um, and uh, hey, you know, it'd be great for this holiday season is to get your kid a VHS copy of Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. Yes, and uh, <laughs> yeah. if um, yeah, see, that's, oh. and that's the difference. If yeah, if my parents were taping it, yeah. They hit pause, get commercial time. If oh, they, because like they, cause if yeah. they were just, if they were watching when taping it, watch yeah. it, tape it to have it. Yeah. If I was, I didn't care. I'll yeah. leave the commercials on there. But yeah. like, I think my tape was Mickey, uh, Rudolph, Frosty, um, the Little Drummer Boy was on there. Oh, we okay, taped yeah. that. We taped that Rankin Bass one. Once. I, I, I feel like we both had like an odd one out Rankin Bass um, special on our tapes. Did that one on the tapes? Uh, the town that Santa forgot was on the tape. Mm. I had that one on tape one. for years. I, I loved I loved that one. I don't know it was like I, I what I think that was what ninety three ninety four. So I like was either that. in third or fourth grade. Yeah. But I loved that one. Well, um. But yeah, that was on the tape. Yeah. I I, I never had that one on tape. But Cartoon Network ran that one a lot. Okay. Because right. you know it's Hanna Barbera and right, they own yeah, the yeah. the library. Um. So, so yeah, so we had that tape and and we watched it a lot and that was really. Uh, again, like we said earlier, that, that's how I came to know the story of A Christmas Carol yeah. was, was through that short. And that was how I saw a lot of Disney shorts at the time. Okay, I mean, yeah. that, that was like my, my mo- the most familiarity I had. I mean, there would be occasionally we would go to the video store and, or, you know, yeah. to, um, like to Wegmans to rent videos. And sometimes we would rent like a Donald Duck tape. 
uh, okay, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But if you didn't if you didn't have the Disney Channel in the eighties or the nineties, you simply didn't watch these shorts. No. You they just they there were a very few on yep. on tape that you could buy or rent. Right. Um but that was it. Like there was no it, it wasn't like like Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes was ubiquitous. Yeah. It was everywhere. Right. Um it was everywhere. Nickelodeon broadcast yeah, it all the time. Nickelodeon, Dis- TBS, TNT. Yeah. They all showed it. Your local UHF station showed mm-hmm. Looney Tunes. Disney all the time. Was premium stuff and movie theater. Right. So you couldn't see those old Mickey Mouse right. shorts. I never saw any of them. Right. Um, growing up, and like I said, I've only seen like a few Donald Duck ones. I just yeah. couldn't. You you couldn't grow up with them. I know. Um, uh, in fact, even up until the early 1990s, it was easier to see old Terry tunes than it was to see Disney shorts. Yes. Because USA would show old Heckle and Jekylls and right. and Mighty Mouse. Right. But you couldn't. But yeah, the, the the Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy shorts were impossible to find. Right. Uh, especially as a little kid, they they just weren't available to you, uh, not readily. Yeah, so, you, so yeah, you, that's how you we had to wait them. till like the late '90s when Disney seemed to make a push for, you know, getting their channel on cable. They yeah. they and, and started re- putting they revamp they revamped a, a new cartoon lineup on ABC. They started to see like to make an effort to get more stuff out there. I guess yeah, kind of. But even then, like the old stuff was hard to watch. Well, it was on, yeah, yeah, it was on it, at late at night. It was either on late at night or very early in the morning. Right. And uh, when it was on late at night, I wasn't aware that it was on late at night. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was probably just—I was probably watching uh, Cartoon Network or uh, Nick at Night by then. Yeah, like late nineties. I probably was watching yeah. Cartoon Network if I was yeah. going to be up late at night because that was before Adult Swim. Right. So they would show like Dexter's Lab and stuff right. like until the wee hours of the morning. I think Disney was one Dragon channel under that on my cable. So I yeah. would go to Cartoon Network and I'd flip. I'd see Disney. That's you know it was next yeah. to it. So I was it was uh, just okay, on the it yeah. was on the way up to Cartoon okay, Network. Okay, yeah. Stop. Yeah. And and by then I think Disney was mostly known for its tween stuff. Yes. Uh, so I was doubly less right. likely to check it out. You weren't watching <laughs> Brink. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I really wasn't. That was stuff that uh, my sister liked, and I was just like she likes that. I don't know, watch that. Well. That's PB and PB PB and J Otter. Yes. Who cares? Yes. My sister used um, to get angry at me because she'd be watching that. Be like, "Oh, you're watching PB J and Otter." She's like, "No, Otter's <laughs> her last name." Yeah. <laughs> or um, Roly Poly Oli was another one. Yep. A very early CGI show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they they just weren't there. And and only only recently have I begun to watch them because of the uh, the Walt Disney Treasures DVD sets. Yes. Um, my library has a lot of them. Because uh, they're impossible to purchase now. Yeah, <laughs> Disney took them away. Yep, and I can't Put own it in unless I damn w- vault. Yeah, and I cannot buy them unless mm. I'm willing to shell out two hundred bucks. I'm not going to do that no. for Donald Duck 1942 to 1945. No. Like I'm not going to do that. Just go watch them on YouTube. Right, <laughs> and that's exactly it. Right, because I don't know why one of the most powerful media empires that the globe has ever known allows so much of their work to just sit on YouTube unaltered. It's yes, so I don't know I, I easy. you know why I think? Why is that? I think it's because if they were to actually go get all of it, it would take up so much time because 
there are videos that I used to watch yeah. with Disney stuff have saved favorites. Disney has blocked this on copyright grounds in your country, but it's just somewhere else. Yeah, right. People either slow them down or colorize them or flip them. Yeah, flip um, them. Or sometimes they'll even just put it back on. Yeah. Without changing anything, so it's like, and it just stays. I just think there's two. I think it's all out there because it's out there in abundance. Yeah. And it's just, I wonder if the resources, is just too much, it takes too much to go find everything and shut it down. I, I mean, maybe, but like the Looney Tunes, at least the ones that aren't public yeah. domain, are impossible to find on yeah. YouTube. Well, They're gone. Like you, you can't find a single one of them. But yeah. uh, Mickey's Good Deed is just right there. Nothing's changed. It's just a it short. Is. But like the yeah. one I had saved as my favorites that I was going to watch before yeah. this was blocked. Was so blocked, I had to go. F- yeah. I found another one. But you got to get a YouTube downloader. That's yeah. What you do well. I mean, like, like I yeah. found another one. It was yeah. just the next video under it. Yeah. Like if or, I search it, it's, you know. Or or Daily Motion. Yeah. You know. It's, da- it's, I it's think it. what Daily Motion is where you can still where you can find um the town that Santa forgot. I think. Yeah. Yep. That's that's where I got it. Um, you can find a lot of stuff in Daily Motion. Yeah. I watched Count Yorga Vampire the other day on. on uh, uh, a lot of like old uh, wrestling pay per views, yeah, old, <laughs> really old wrestling pay per views, like all the stuff that kind of flies under the rate, like yeah. j- just is just unpopular enough that it could fly under the the uh, copyright yeah. radar. Um, but but uh, yeah, but maybe I, with their new streaming service, they'll make it all available. If <sighs> Disney does that, I don't know. I don't know. Disney seems very keen on making sure that uh, you never know how old any of their stuff actually is. Yeah. Um. I, I like like whenever they re-release their cartoons, like you know, like even we were talking about the House of Mouse earlier yeah. when, when you came in, like they tried so hard to provide a framing device so you wouldn't know you were watching old cartoons. Like, yes, or they do something called a. Uh, have you seen uh, Blam? Yeah, that just, yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's awful. But they but put yeah. like these extreme vocals over these old cartoons, like "Oh, Donald's gonna get hit in the face with a clock." <laughs> Blam! <laughs> oh, it's just the worst. did not date it. Yeah, I remember when me and my friends decided to tell the story of a Christmas Carol. Right? Like, yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It exactly. starts on a snowy London night. Yeah, that's what they did on the CBS showing. Uh, that, that's, what they do, that's what they do on the CBS showings. Mickey, it, it's 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 these newly uh, drawn frames of yeah. uh, this newly drawn artwork where Mickey is narrating over it. And he's saying things like, uh, "I remember my favorite Christmas when we did this, and there was this yep. one Christmas I remember with Pluto when we had it. We we got a Christmas tree, and there were some surprises in it. And you're just like." <laughs> Don't don't try it. You don't have to try this hard. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, well, of course, it's them. And of course, me being, um, uh, like I, I get obsessive about things like original titles. And yeah, things like that. Um, and so when they and Disney cuts it out every single stinking time, except for those Walt Disney Treasure sets where they leave yeah. it on. But uh, in fact, this is a slight tangent, but. But Disney is so keen on, on doing this and cutting out the the titles or whatever to kind of hide their age. Um, yeah. A lot of the original title cards for a lot of early Mickey Mouse cartoons, particularly the black and white ones, are lost. Yes, because uh, they cut them and mm-hmm. they got rid of them to put new titles on to make to kind of to obscure the copyright and, and yeah. Oh, and to do things like okay, well, this was distributed when we had a deal with Columbia Pictures, and now we do it under Buena Vista. So yep, let's yeah. cut cut yeah. it out where it says Columbia Pictures presents yeah a Walt Disney cartoon. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, well, 
Enough of the evil corporation part. Let's Ugh. get to the magic. Let's get to the magic. But first, I'm going to say let's take us a really quick break. Sure. And we'll come back with uh, with the full-on meat of the podcast. Oh, so right. we'll see you in a bit. From all of us to all of you, a very merry Christmas. For on this bright and joyful night, we're glad to have you with us. So gather round the lovely tree where all the lights are shining. You'll see how happy we will be while all the bells are chiming. Ding dong dingle, what a merry sound. Ding dong dingle, Chris Kringle is in town. From all of us to all of you, it's good to have you with us. Now here we go, and here's our show that says a Merry Christmas. A very Merry Christmas. The Disney Channel is celebrating the holidays with a festival of animated favorites just for kids. Merry Christmas! Well said! First, Frosty's back with a new friend. He said he'd come back again someday. Frosty's Winter Wonderland. And join your favorite comic strip family for a family circus Christmas. Then, guess who's back to save the day? You mean? Rudolph, with your nose so bright. Rudolph's shiny New Year. And it's an all-star comedy Christmas caper with Yogi Bear. And a Merry Christmas to you. Then it's a Walt Disney classic. God bless everyone. Mickey's Christmas Carol. Also, don't miss Casper's Christmas Wish. Bluto's The Christmas Elf. Raggedy Ann and Andy's Great Santa Claus Caper. The Stingiest Man in Town. You Can Do It. Lights and a Christmas Train. Celebrate the holidays with the Disney Channel. Hey, what's up, geeks? This is Liggy Smalls, Dan Liggett, just reminding you to go on to the Patreon page. Geekyverse is on Patreon. We'd love to get your support. Every bit counts. So if you come in on patreon.com slash geekyverse, also give a subscribe to the YouTube page. Just look for Geekyverse on YouTube, and you'll be able to give us a like there. There's other podcasts. Uh, Memory Machine isn't the only one that you can listen to, because that's the one I'm primarily on. So love it, but listen to Girls Who Geek. Geeks Got Game, who just released their fall 2018 preview. There's a spoiler cast who just reviewed the new Mission Impossible movie. And then, of course, Walking Carpet, which is all things Star Wars. You can always check out the website to view the most upcoming articles, uh, content, uh, opinions, op-eds, anything that you want to listen to or read, it's going to be on there. And then, of course, we've got the Facebook page where we'll post the links that you'll be able to see. So please, we are here for you. We want you to be here for us. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. show is keeping everyone on their toes it's a nutcracker that's just a little nutty Celebrate. don't miss the magical very merry christmas parade at disneyland come to disneyland now and catch the christmas spirit early very merry very merry christmas merry christmas christmas time at disneyland next it's joyous happiness here's christmas with that special Disney touch, it's Mickey's Christmas Carol, the classic story of the season that will warm your heart. Starring all your favorite Disney characters, a delightful holiday family special for your best Christmas ever. And a bah humbug to you. Bitch. 
wonderful thought. Like toys at Christmas, sleigh bells, snow. Santa Claus, reindeer, candles aglow. Think of the whole Disney gang and their holiday mission to share Christmas with you in the Disney tradition. Happy birthday! It's that special season that comes once a year, so have no fear. A Disney Channel Christmas is here on the magical world of Disney. Everybody, we we're are back. yes, we are back. Uh, you were either led out by or led in by from all of us to all of you. A song I had not heard before this evening. So, but it's uh, it's a it's a fun little ditty, harkening back to uh, the days of uh, holiday variety specials yes. and, and, and the wonderful kind of world of Disney. Yes, uh, a, a time a, a time that is now gone. Yes, uh, there are no more Carpenter's holiday specials no. on TV. Or uh, Dolly Parton ones, for that matter. Did we have a Neil Patrick Harris one a few years ago, or is that just a general variety special? Uh, or was it Halloween? I don't know. More <laughs> often than not, you're 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 going to see someone mock it, like yes. uh, Colbert, with, right? Uh, right. Yeah. Um, with his yeah, with his Christmas special, which was a yeah. good one. It is good. good. Yeah, it's the one with um, Elvis Costello in it, and he gets chased by a bear. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Willie Nelson sings in it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, let's talk about some of these cartoons themselves. Yes, uh, yes, we, yes. We yes. talked about earlier. We talked about our experience watching these and and how we watched them. But now let's talk about the cartoons themselves. Uh, Disney has been kind of uh, he's been doing the Christmas. That company's been doing the Christmas thing almost since the beginning. Yep. Um, there were I, I I don't know if there were any like Alice shorts that had Christmas themes. Um, like the silent cartoons, you know. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I know there was uh, at least one that had a general Christmas wintry theme, and, and there was an Oswald cartoon. Okay, that had a general Christmas wintry theme uh, called Sleigh Bells, which was just recently rediscovered. Oh, um, and okay. been lost for uh, almost uh, ninety years. If found it recently, which is cool. Wow, glad glad to see uh, those cartoons being found. Um, but more notably, I, I think the the first major one would be Mickey's Good Deed. Yes, yep. which is not one that I grew up with. But I remember you saying that it's one of your wife's favorites. Yes, it's, it's yeah. my wife's favorite. Yeah, and in Mickey's Good Deed, what happens is uh, Mickey Mouse and his dog Pluto are trying to get a few coins in the Depression, basically. Yes. And Mickey's a cellist, so yeah, he's, he's busting on the street. Yeah, and. Uh, Pluto's, I guess, just there to kind of look a little pitiful for yep. the for the for the donators, and um, so unfortunately, all they can garner is a bunch of nuts and bolts yeah. in their cup. Yeah, not a lot of not 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 a lot of real coinage, but uh, it turns out a spoiled brat really yes. uh, a rich spoiled brat wants to buy Pluto. Mickey does not want to do it. 
until he sees uh, that there are some poor or so not orphans, yes. but a, a poor family in a right. in a Hooverville who are going hungry for Christmas, and yep. he says, "Well." Maybe I can sell Pluto and yeah. First we'll, uh... his cello breaks. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, his cello breaks. So yeah. there it goes. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, are you okay? Oh yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. All right. That it's more that, surprising yeah. than anything. Yeah. It looked like you <laughs> hit it hard. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. His his cello breaks. Yep. And so there goes his main source of income. And so he sells the dog. So then he sells the dog and is able to get the kids some nice things. And yeah. Some food feed this uh, fam- family of cats, it would seem. Yeah. Cats, little cats. Little family of cats. Mm-hmm. The biggest, the best Christmas they could ever have. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he does that for them. Although we don't get to see them revel in the, in the treats. No, we get to see him bummer. wake up and see everything, but we yeah. don't see him play. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I, I, I feel like I got cheated a little bit when I rewatched yeah. the short. It's like, I, I want to see them have fun. I want to see the, the jubilance. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so he, yeah, he sells Pluto to buy those things, and then uh, the the brat bratty kid is brat with dog, and so uh, he creates havoc, and the father has enough, so he kicks Pluto out. Yep, and Pluto and Mickey are reunited at the end of the cartoon. Yeah, uh, still as uh, hungry and penniless as they were at the beginning. Yes. but they're together. And yeah, and uh, <laughs> by good fate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pluto still has a giant turkey tied to his tail mm-hmm. from when the brat was being a brat. That's right. So they have Christmas dinner. That's right. So and if you ever wanted to see Mickey Mouse take a bite out of a whole turkey, yeah, right. And the bite yes. be so big that you can see the ribs already after the bite. Yeah. Watch this. That that was something <laughs> it's a little. Dis- I was like, I was like, first whoa. time I saw it, I was like. Urgh. Yeah, that's a, that's a hungry mouse. Um, <laughs> it's a hungry mouse. Well, what I was noticing. Thinking about it, I was watching it. Is like, yeah, this was 1932. This was yeah. the depths of the depression. Like, yeah, th- this was like Hoover as, was still president. Yeah, this is like as bad as it got. Basically, yeah. like this in 1933, it never got worse than that. Nope. And so when you're watching it. You're thinking, like, man, audiences watching this at this time probably weren't far away from that level no. of destitution. I mean, it was it was just it's super relatable yeah. at yeah. that time. Yeah. I mean, and, super heartwarming. Just think, like in 1932, eight minutes of this one cartoon can yeah. can do that, can be that effective. But yeah. But like also the fact that it, it was super relatable. Like, yeah. I mean, if you try to do that today with like, you know, a poor old mother in a shack with her, her children, you would, it, it would be, um, it, it would be too uh, saccharine. Yes. You know, it, it, would, it would be, be like Christmas shoes. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, it would be that. But but back then that was a reality. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was that 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 wasn't um, that, that wasn't drummed up drama. Right. And another thing I, I thought about while watching it was uh, just how good at, that Disney was, especially back then, at conveying emotion through animation. Yes. Um, I don't think, uh, well, I do like the humor and the music of other studios at the time better. Nobody could convey a feeling as well as the Disney studios. They were, they were probably the best storytellers, Mm -hmm. I think of all of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, they weren't. Necessarily, always going for the jokes in the way the Warner Brothers or the Bugs Bunny no, stuff was. No, but they or were even great storytellers. Flip the Frog cartoons. You know, for sake. yeah, they yeah. were great uh, storytellers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, we 
even if you like Disney now, there's a certain level of cynicism that comes with knowing yeah. about Disney and thinking about them as this big mm-hmm. corporation. So even if you like yeah. Disney, there's some cynicism knowing just who they are and and what they control and, yeah, how, right, right. and how much they own. Well, but they really, at the beginning, I mean, even even what you know, what people say about Walt Disney now, but at yeah. the beginning, they were great storytellers. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, yeah. it, it it strikes me too. Um, rewatching a lot of these Mickey cartoons now, finally that I've been yeah. that my library has all these cartoons. I've been able to watch a lot of them. So I've been watching a lot of these cartoons uh, from the '30s, and uh, I've also been listening to a biography on Walt Disney that was yeah. released somewhat recently. It's quite a tome. Um, the audiobook is like 30 hours. Oh wow! So it's okay. uh, it's intense. Um, but with something that, that, that strikes me watching these cartoons is that they are very, uh, pastoral and, okay. uh, idyllic to a certain yes. extent. Yeah. In a way that other cartoon studios were not. Right. Um, Fleischer and Warner's and, um, to a lesser extent, MGM cartoons, uh, were very, uh, or Van Buren, for goodness sakes, with their, uh. Not Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry. Right, yeah. They were very jazz agey, you know. Uh, a lot of jazz, like uh, pop jazz at the time, hot yeah. jazz, yeah, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, there isn't really a lot of that in Mickey Mouse. No, there's not a lot of that in the Silly Symphonies at all. No, there's um, a lot of um, choral, mm-hmm. like classical, vocal, classical, or, or voices. You know, a lot of the if if you think of like. Uh, a Christmas cartoon, and you hear the, mm, yeah, the uh-huh. hums. That's it's a lot of that there, like or a lot like, of like understated, or, or even like, like a lot background. of like hayseed stuff. Like uh, like a lot of those early Mickey cartoons are like in barns and stuff yeah. like that, you know. And they're they're playing uh, you know, Turkey in the Straw or something like that. Uh, yeah, not a lot of city stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that harkens back to Disney, Disney. Uh, he always said his hometown was Marceline, Missouri. Right. Yeah. Which was, which is this tiny town. It still is a very tiny town. Uh, it's smaller now than it was then. Um, and he very much uh, idolized that part of his childhood. Yeah. And he always viewed it as sort of this idyllic time. And yeah. And you can explain a lot of his career by him trying to chase that lost childhood. Yeah. That lost rural childhood. And I yeah, feel like that's right. where a lot of the emotion comes from, in especially the Dis- the work of the Disney Studio in the 30s and the early 40s. I feel like you lose that a little bit after the war. Um, yeah. I don't think it was the war necessarily that caused it, but just simply changing tastes right. that dictated that that wasn't right. a, uh, a popular thing that you could do anymore. Mm-hmm. But... But yeah, you definitely get that a lot. You get that a lot when you see um there's two Christmas shorts he did uh that were done right after Mickey's Good Deeds. There was yes. uh Santa's Workshop in yep. 32 mm-hmm. and uh Night Before Christmas in 33. Yes. Which are both using what was then the brand new three strip Technicolor process. Yes. Yep. So um before, you can see it on like the one title for the one the night before it's Christmas. It's color everywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's color just like in your fame. face. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, it's just it's every color under the rainbow to prove to you that they can finally do it. Right. Um, the, the color processes up till then had been done on a two-strip process. So in order to get the full spectrum of colors, you would need uh, the blue, cyan, and uh, the cyan, yellow, and magenta yep. um, registers. And but leading up to that, they had been playing with different kinds. They couldn't, they hadn't figured out how to do all three of them yet. So what they had done was they had done tests, uh, certain experimentations with red green Technicolor. So it was just red and green registers, right. and you lost all the blue, uh-huh. or red or magenta cyan. Well, not even magenta. It was okay. just red and blue. So you had red and blue Technicolor and red and green Technicolor. And uh, but 1932. Uh, they finally figured it out. Technicolor figured it out, and Disney got uh, he he got uh, exclusive rights to the three strip process oh. for a few years until okay. 1936, I think, is when it expired. All right, but these shows are these these shorts are loaded with color. Yes, um, but they still have like early 30s cartoon designs, which is very yeah. interesting to see because n- no other studio can boast that. No. Um, and, uh, and yeah, the, these shorts, they don't really, Santa's Workshop and Night Before Christmas, they don't really have plots. No. It's I mean, just, here's Santa doing his thing. Here's how, here's Santa putting together the toys. Yeah. But just, I just watching that, like, just yeah. like, you're, oh, like if you're a kid, it's like, oh, this is how they do all yeah. that stuff. And it, like, but yeah. it's, it's an assembly line. Right. You know, so it's like, on one hand, being, oh, I guess, probably a, something that the kids aren't going to grasp at that point but the parents will oh this and his workshop just looks works like the ford motor company or yeah. you think of some of that because it's an assembly line thing yep. all the horses getting their legs stuck uh, out on the same way and, and the, the glue throwing yeah, the uh-huh. tail into the horse or the checkerboards coming down in a big slab of, co- uh, of cardboard and then he paints the checker paint the checker it. paint on it yes yeah. uh-huh. uh oh i you know i was watching these last yeah. night and um we should maybe say too. While they are great and fun to watch, ah yes, uh, there is, um, <laughs> yeah, in in at least the in the Santa's workshop and yeah. the night before Christmas, there there might be and broken toys if we yeah. get to that. Uh-huh. There is some, well, stuff that would be problematic today. Yeah. Even in Mickey's Good Deed, one of the toys that yes. Mickey has in his sack is a um, yeah is a Pickaninny yeah uh, doll right and which uh, Google it yeah. <laughs> But, so maybe, uh, maybe, but, but but they're just slight. Like, they're just slight, but still, like I mean, yeah. you know, they they keep the song of the South off the shelves. Maybe that's why this stuff is hard to find. Yeah, but it's yeah. still like, but it's still charming and yes. fun in its way. Like the elf, you know, he's okay, but for seven years he didn't wash behind his ears. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> and and Santa's <laughs> well, like, bar- oh, he's fine. Just put in a th- bar of soap. He'll <laughs> yeah. be good. Yeah, you like, know. <laughs> Yeah. Not to mention his giant soap, list that shows the kid yeah. is so spoiled. Yeah. You know, the kid before asked for one thing. This guy yeah. asked for everything. And the worst yeah. you could say is, like, nah, he's greedy. Hey, yeah. he doesn't wash behind his ears. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, uh, I love that. I love yes. that you brought that up. Uh, but, yeah, there's just, even though there's no plot, it's so no. charming. Yep. It's loaded with, uh, it, it's, it's so jubilant. It's so, yeah. Um, like, when Santa laughs. You know, there's he, no affection. He, it's not the. It's not. A, it's not. There's no no affect to it. So it's not just no irony. He's not ho ho hoing to ho no. ho. He's just regular laughing. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, 
It's yeah. just regular laughing. All he's doing is being jolly. Yeah. He's not saying ho, ho, ho. He's not putting it. They're not having the guy, the voice yeah. actor, put on any affect. No. He just said laugh. Yeah. And, yeah, like, there's there's no irony. Uh-uh. There's no sarcasm. Uh, when when uh, Santa goes off into the night, there's just a big old moon with a big goony smile <laughs> on his face. Yep. And it's just, it's so perfectly storybook. Yes. Um, that exactly what it is. Yeah. There's yeah. there actually is and it's it's it doesn't look like the uh short at all. Um hmm. but it's basically almost like a, a similar thing like look into it there's a it was at I had it as a kid as a little golden book but hmm. Walt Disney's Santa's workshop. Okay. And it's just a little golden book and it's huh. basically the exact same thing as this cartoon. Drawn, drawn completely differently. Yeah. So it doesn't look like the cartoon at all. But the exact same thing in golden book form. Like huh. you nailed it right when you said storybook. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the yeah Santa's workshop or Santa's toy shop. Yeah. I got it. For, I got. I found they there was a reissue of it and there was a copy at Wegman's last year. So I got it for my nephew. <laughs> so it's <laughs> in my right. nephew's Christmas collection. My original version of it. Yeah. I found last year at my parents' house. Nice. So I still have it. Nice. But it's just. I mean, that's. I mean, that, yeah, that's exactly what you said. It, it, it's exactly what it is. It's a storybook. Yeah. I mean, it's something that no other... I mean, uh, this, some of the other studios tried. Like MGM, I think, most notably, when yeah. they poached Harmon and Ising off of Warner Brothers, they really tried to do the Disney thing. Yeah. But nobody could do it. No. Quite like that. And, uh, I, I mean, it's hard to watch that not kind of get kind of wistful you know yeah. sort of like yeah. i remember what it was like to be an innocent child like <laughs> yeah. because i remember yeah. looking at this when i was a kid and just yeah being like, like, oh, like there's no um yeah there's no malice there's no, no there's no bite there's no underhanded message there's nothing it's just pure yes yeah. uh just celebrate yeah. the holidays yeah it's, it's just very pure and um you know, if you were to watch that today, that might strike you as a little odd. Yeah. But uh, I like it. Yeah. It's it nice. might. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It, yeah. I said if you probably. You know. If you hadn't seen it as a kid, you might find it a little precious. But I. I hadn't seen it as a kid. Yeah. I really hadn't. Oh. And, and, okay. and watching it for the first time for this. Oh really? really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I. I adore it. I adore those two shorts. Yeah. Uh, Santa's yeah, though, workshop especially. Yeah. Though the night before Christmas one is great with him. You know, yeah. bringing all the toys to life and them setting up the tree. Just enjoying An- his job. Another thing, yeah. and when we talked about like idyllic and pastoral and yeah. and like the warmth, uh, yeah. the beginning of that night before Christmas, mm-hmm. they start with a shot of the house, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Those early Disney animators in shorts like that, and even going up through into the 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. We're great at drawing a house that just seems so welcoming and warm. Yeah, you look at that house, uh-huh. you go, I, 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 I'd like to be in that house. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it. I mean, that's it's a thing you think when you see houses. If you're driving yeah. by the street and you see a house, that house doesn't look like it have any warmth in it, or that house yeah. looks like you see one of their houses and everything looks inviting. With whether it's the warm glow coming from the windows, yeah. or whatever, it's very inviting and welcoming. Yeah. Um. Uh. And so I think that that's that's another thing that just strikes me. It. it it almost creates just just with one shot a world in in which you want to be. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I I feel this is a little off topic, um, but um, you ever seen the uh, Tom and Jerry short the night before Christmas? 
I probably did. When it's I was a very a kid. early Tom and Jerry. I don't think short. it's anything I've watched with any regularity. Yeah, but I probably Car- saw it when I was a kid because yeah. it would be on uh, a Looney Tunes or not yeah. a Looney Tunes, but it'd be on when it was Acme on Hour TBS. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, Cartoon Network used to show that every year uh, on the on the regular, and that that one for some reason is like the Christmas short to me. Well, that. And peace on Earth, but that's a different okay. that's a different story. You know that one peace on Earth uh, about like the anti-war parable with squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I I at least know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't tell you if I that's can't my tell you if I've Christmas seen short. it. Or, uh, that's my favorite. Called classic. Peace on Earth. Peace I'll have on to Earth. Go watch. Uh-huh. See if I remember watching it. I know what you're talking about. I can't tell you. Nineteen thirty nine. Nineteen thirty nine. By uh, um, there's a uh, MGM from MGM. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So there were uh, those two. Yeah, yeah, there were those two. And 35 then, was Broken Toys. And I haven't seen that one. So Is that Christmas? It, it is kind of Christmas. So okay. it starts, there's no snow on the ground, <sighs> but all these toys are at, these broken toys are at the dump. Okay. Um, and this one toy, it's, you know, big, wide-eyed toy, like a, a sailor, hmm. gets there and says like it, it's gonna snow soon but i know what we can do and fix ourselves up so these toys like work in the dump find other things to fix themselves and get themselves back together like you know the the main crux is the one dolly doesn't have any eyes she's blind so like they, they do this like surgical operation to put eyes back on this dolly yeah. you know they fix the tin soldiers the musical tin soldiers and and this old doll has lost her stuffing this one police Dal has too much, so he gives him some of hers, and so they do, they do all this stuff. They use themselves to fix each other, and as it ends, snow begins to fall. Mm. They climb out of the dump and walk to an orphanage, uh-huh. or they walk through the gate of this place. You don't yeah. know what it is, yeah. and the closing shot is once they're all through. You know, I, I forget which Christmas song plays, but like maybe it's Silent Night. Yeah. Pans up, and you see a Christmas wreath at the top of the gate and it says orphanage much. Uh, so these toys all fixed them up. Broken toys. Yeah. I know I know a home who would still want us. Let's yeah. fix ourselves up. We'll go there. And you don't know where they're going. It's it's just him and the dumb says, I know who can take us. And then it's just a montage of them fixing themselves yeah. and getting better. Huh. And then they crawl out of the dump and walk to an orphanage. Yeah. And it's so different from whenever... Uh, like I said, I'm much more familiar with the Warner Brothers efforts yeah. um, around this time, and I mean that's, I mean you know Disney did the the Silly Symphonies, yeah. and I mean that's where the term Merry Melodies and Looney Tunes come from. Yeah, those they are they they are uh, they are ripoffs of Silly right. Symphonies, <laughs> um, and in the 30s, especially the early 30s, early to mid 30s. They did actively try to do the Disney thing. By the yeah. end of the 30s, it was like, no, nah, we're Porky Pig and Daffy Duck. Yeah, we don't well, really need to do the musical stuff. They kept um, they kept their own voice. Right. But but whenever they would do something like that, usually what happened was they'd have to have like some sort of big monster come in and do like a chase. Like They couldn't not do that, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. But Disney could be content to just let a simple thing happen. Right. And let that be the short. Right. And be confident enough in their craft to be able to carry it, right? Carry interest through the animation right. and the music. Okay. Um, yeah, I have to. I have to watch Broken Toys. Yeah. It sounds. It's on. Find it on YouTube. Yeah. Right. <laughs> D- I Disney. think that one was 1935. I think that sounds right. That sounds right. Broken Toys. Yeah. And so, after that, 
Mm-hmm. There was like um, a a break in some of the Christmas themed stuff, but there was a lot yeah. of winter themed stuff, right? There oh was, yeah. That's where, so you'd yeah. have Donald Snowball fight. The hockey champ, which are ones that I'm much more familiar There's with. There's another one yeah. of all the characters skating on the ice. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. The art yet, of but skiing, I know that one. Pronounced sheing. Pronounced sheing. That's still my favorite. Yeah, part of it. I, I have not seen that one. Uh, I should because the goofy shorts and the art, yeah. and the Donald shorts are probably right. my favorites of the the Disney short form. So animation. yeah, so there were like a bunch of winter ones. And, uh, yeah. Once upon a winter time, which was also in that. Um, I don't know that one. Oh, it is great. So. Yeah. It's just uh like sort of a montage. It was it was they used the footage of it to play under jingle bells on that sing along song. Mm. But it's just the a singer singing the song Once Upon a Winter Time and it's uh, a a guy and the uh and the the woman he's courting. Uh-huh. And they're in a sleigh ride, right? And you know, uh it's sort of a, the the main things about them but sort of like parallel to them. And sort of doing exactly what they're doing are a couple of rabbits that are down oh. on riding the rails of the sled. I see. So they do this, and so they go, and they go, and they get to this pond where everybody's skating. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's all silent, just once upon a winter time is playing over it. Um, they skate around on the ice, and then uh, the, the woman keeps falling, oh, and yeah. the guy... Can't help but yeah. laugh a little. Yeah, keeps right. laughing a little. Keeps laughing a little. A little meat cute. And you yeah. know the same thing with the bunnies, the, the laughing. Yeah. But you know they're, they're skating. So the women get angry and they go march off to another section of the pond. But they don't see the sign that says "danger thin ice." Oh no! And then all the ice breaks. Oh no! And it separates. And they're not on a pond. <gasps> they're on a river. <gasps> so the ice. This woman and this rabbit are on this ice flow going toward the waterfall. And so the yeah. guy, the the man and the other bunny are trying to save save them, yeah. uh, and are doing a bad job of it, failing. But the the horses from the carriage have the sense to get in the yeah. water and use their and and a couple of birds use some of the horses' reins to stop the pieces of the ice at the edge of the fall, and the horses pull them back yeah. and flip them into the snow with the guys, and you know the horses did it, but you know the the men are sort of you know knocked themselves out <laughs> in the attempt to save and the women fainted <clears throat> so they're on the ice so the women wake up back next to the guys i think the guys save them yeah the guy drives him home woman kisses the guy and he yes, touches yes, his yes. cheek like uh-huh. he remembers it and it's it's a very sweet what um, what what year was that that was in 1948 it first appeared 48 48 oh wow, okay it first appeared in melody time once Upon a Winter Time first appeared in Melody Time okay. in May of 1948, okay. and then they re-released it as a short on its own in the in 1954. They did that a lot yes. with, um, with with those things. Melody Time, uh, Make Mine Music. And um, Fun and Fancy Free. Fun and Fancy Free. But Once yeah. Upon a Winter Time was one of the shorts in Melody Time, I believe. Yeah. If, if Melody Time is the one that was released in 1948. Yeah. Um, so that was good. But yeah, we saw... Uh, so that was a winter one. They used footage of that. And like, like that's how I found out. Like the, you know, yeah. Donald Snow Fight is great. With, with I mean, that, that's the one that like really connected and with the me best as ones. a kid. I loved that short. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's your usual, you know, Donald's getting pestered by his nephews kind of a right. thing. He's he's just trying out to enjoy the day. But there's so much 
like little movement in that yeah. short. That's what I love about the Donald shorts. Is yeah, the slapstick is fun, but it's all like these little things that Donald does, like his enormous stupid coat that he wears, <laughs> and like yeah. when it shakes and it shakes all the fur off, and he sort of just sees that one little fur just sticking out, doing doing. <laughs> yeah. Plucks it off finally, and <laughs> yeah. um, or oh, um, I mean, it's just I'm always in yeah. awe of how Clarence Nash did his voice. Oh, I know. Just to be able to do that for yeah. these shorts are eight minutes. To be able to do that for eight minutes. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, and and you have to make that you have to make that silly voice and sound intelligible enough. Yeah, which I don't think any of us can do. No, that's I, I, uh, it's a special something. That, I mean, but that guy had. those were just great and funny. Yeah. Um, well, there's another part too, like at the very end when they have these giant snow forts, and Donald has finally like he he has like these uh, the, the 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 like the, the fire like he he, yeah. he he lights it on fire, and, but but the way it goes in and then the and then like the way the snow slowly melts into like the shape of a skull or something like that, like yeah, oh yeah. my gosh, like there's so many cool like little visual gags yeah. it's like try this try that, this, that really try aren't this. that cartoony there are cartoony jokes in right those for certain but the best ones are the ones that aren't super cartoony they're just like a little a little subtle thing yeah. here and there that sometimes doesn't work quite like it should or right but it produces it, a little sign yeah yeah it's that, it's that those are good the voices were always part of it too because i yeah. the more i think about it now it's it's, it's clarence nash's donald then huey dewey and louie it, it's just when they all talk together, it's just one voice, like yeah. triple track. Yeah. And they all talk in you, but you can tell it's like, oh, they just layered his voice again yeah. twice upon it. They, they put they, like a, a half second delay so it sounds like three of them are talking. Right. And there's, uh, yeah, and it's Clarence Nash again, yep. but they pitched him up a little bit. Yeah. We, we were a long way off from Rusey Taylor doing uh, the yeah. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, those those shorts are just a lot of fun. Hockey Champ is the same way too. Yeah, uh, especially uh, early on when he's doing his big skating trips, and then he he comes right up to the front, he comes right up to camera, and then all of a sudden he primps his hair like a <laughs> yeah, I, I, he's, he's, he's where he like yeah he's he's doing up. something that that is a very specific caricature of yeah. someone who was popular at the time who even had movies about her, her figure skating, yeah. but I can't I can't think of the name, right. but but. Uh, but it's really funny to see Donald's face oh. done up like that. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then he pulls out, you know, his hockey champ trophy, <laughs> and it's a fold-up thing. And <laughs> yeah. there's uh, yeah, that that was always great. Yeah, um, those, those cartoons are just so clever. Those are good. I think. And then when did they get back into Christmas? Is it Toy Tinkers in 1949? Because that's another I Christmas one. I, I don't know that one. Just Toy Tinkers. Um, Toy Tinkers is, is Chip a, and Dale versus Donald. It's a good. It's okay. a good frustrated, angry Donald. Ah, uh, good. So uh, you know, good. Chip and Dale are are relaxing in their log in a pile mm. of acorns, as like, they like are they wont do. to do. Yes. And they hear Donald Duck chopping down a Christmas tree outside. Okay. Oh, I think I have seen. And this they one. oh look at that, and they follow it back, and Donald brings yeah. his his um tree back to his house. And the house looks comfy, but like, yeah. And you know what I noticed in that? What I've never noticed when you've seen Donald's house and anything else, there's a full barn behind Donald's house. What's, like in this one, Donald Donald has a farm. Like he's yeah. got a full barn. <clears throat> so of course they follow, walk into Donald's house, and yeah. it's just um, they you know they see his chestnuts and want to steal yeah. all his chestnuts. So they're playing with the toys and using the toys to move the chestnuts. Uh-huh. And Donald catches them. And and sets up a train, a tra- like you know, his clever way of getting him is to set up a train track, yeah. and 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 set the 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 uh, 
closers down like a train's passing. Yeah. And when he does that, he takes all the, <laughs> the chestnuts out of the yeah. guy. Not kick the, the chipmunks out of the house. Yeah. Just steal the chestnuts back. <laughs> yeah. So they do that. He steals all the chestnuts and he's got, great, got it. Yeah. And while he's laughing about it, uh, it was Chip driving the thing. Dale comes by in the train and grabs all the chestnuts out of Donald's hands yeah. and takes it back in there. And it gets into them using uh, Donald using a toy rifle and Chip and Dale using a toy cannon to fire. Yes, I do remember ornaments this now. or and every uh-huh. so every one of them is a like a tomato because it explodes into juice. Yeah, <laughs> fire right, them yeah. back and forth to one another. Yeah. and there's this whole stupid gag where they're trying to shove bombs through the phone. So he puts one. A bomb in the phone and puts it over there and calls them, and they don't fall for it. So they like put the bomb back through. Donald answers it. Hello? Yeah. And he gets all angry. Yeah. It rings again. Hello? <laughs> he shoves a stick of dynamite in there. Yeah. It doesn't, he gets it. He doesn't hear the explosion, gets all nuts. Rings, it's like, hello, like three times, like right after another, answers the phone to get an explosion in his face. And of course, you know, Chip and Dale win yeah. and take all the toys mm-hmm. and all the chestnuts out of the house back into the woods. Toy yeah. Tinkers, that's a good one. That yeah. was one I only found out about looking at a list of these shorts. Because yeah. that one was never, that one I never saw broadcast anywhere. That was never on any of these um I know I've seen it. Videos. But I don't remember. So one year yeah. I saw it, so I looked it up on YouTube, and I was like, "It's like, it was. It's one of the more charming. It's one of my favorites now. I've only seen it a couple of years yeah. ago. Um, I, that that type of animation they were doing, the just the style they were doing with Donald and Mickey and Goofy and all them in the late '40s and early '50s, just such a warm yes. style. Mm-hmm. Um, always, it's it's charming. Like Mickey." Never seemed to have his head full on, so his ears, ears always looked like askew. Yeah, you know, Mickey's ears almost looked like he was wearing the Mickey Mouse Club ears, and they were crooked. You know, yeah. sometimes the way he looked. But that style, that animation was just such so warm and inviting. And yeah. it both like Donald, uh, a cozy house looks like. I want to mm-hmm. go in that house. And mm-hmm. same with uh, Pluto's Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, Pluto's Christmas tree is probably probably the biggest of those shorts. It's the one that seems to get rerun the most. Yes, uh, I remember it very well yeah uh it's a good short um seeing pluto get mad and frustrated isn't nearly as much fun as seeing donald get frustrated no no uh, toy Um, tinkers is fun because you're watching donald get i think ultimately i just kind of feel bad for you do you feel you do feel like i think i was watching it again with my wife last night and she said poor pluto yeah he's just trying he's just trying to keep his house safe yeah he's a dog dang little chipmunks uh keep ruining yeah chipmunks were being a real couple of agitators in that yeah, but there are some very memorable jokes, little memorable pieces of animation. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't remember if Chip or Dale getting their head broken in through the <laughs> through the glass ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yep. there, there's there's lots of very good uh, Christmas based physical humor. Yes, uh, where like, yeah, they're they're trying to get the candy cane, so he reaches yeah. the branch and it's one with the ornaments. He yeah. pulls up, about to take a bite, and he's scared by his giant face. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Or um or the little uh or the little Santa candles and he masquerades yes. one of the Santa candles and yeah trying to blow out so he doesn't <laughs> burn his head and, um yeah that's uh and of course the uh the the one that gets laughs from a lot of kids is the at the very end when Pluto is just trying to sing along with yeah. uh we, we wish you a merry Christmas is uh, deck the halls deck the halls and uh, he's howling and then they slap the, the do not open till Christmas that's right yeah, yeah right right on, his, right on his smacker yeah and, but again uh, like, that got that got left for me as a kid but. such a warm inviting uh scene 
the first, like the open, the first open scene of that house. And mm-hmm. you know what? I love the Mickey way. Mickey most domestic. I love the way the snow looks on those old cartoons, right? Yes. It almost, I don't, you probably know more about the technique because it looks like they drew like the still of the house and then there's just another cell of the snow moving. It almost looks yeah. like it's something that's, it's a different screen that's put in front yeah. to see the uh-huh. snow. It doesn't look like it's necessarily part of that yeah. thing. And yeah. uh, I mean, it's just, exactly it's just it such an yeah. iconic to me, it's just such a like familiar thing to yeah. see at like the snowfall that way in those old cartoons. Yeah, they do that too. With um, it's it's not a Christmas cartoon, but it's it's winter is corn chips. The yeah. Donald cartoon where they fight over the popcorn. Yeah, Donald and Chippendale <laughs> Chip fight over the popcorn. But, yeah, but that's but, a good one. Yeah. Oh, corn chips is on yeah. that uh, Mickey's Christmas. Yes, it is. Thing, yeah, yes, right? it is. Um, and that that car- that cartoon is great too. And and again, Donald's house looks very warm and inviting. Yeah. But a little less so because you can see the only place to sit is in the armchair, which he has already claimed. And so, <laughs> yeah. so if you were to come in, there would be no place they for you. They didn't furnish those houses much. No. Because they, they gave the scene, you could see somebody sitting on something. But most of the scene, yeah. because it was Chip and Dale, like the background was the carpet. So all you really had was them against a, right. a, a sort of a blank background. But still, like yeah. just the, 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 the warmth of color yeah. and all their stuff is just mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. It's I guess it's just cozy. Yes. That that cartoon's a lot of fun, especially at the end when just popcorn goes everywhere and it's basically just more snow for yeah. Donald to shovel. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was a that was a really fun touch yeah. in that cartoon. Yeah. Those are always good. Donald versus yeah. Chip and Dale. Yeah, those are those are reliable re- reliable plot lines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so they did so they did those and and then that was kind of it for a while. And like like you said, uh, from all of us to you. All of you, yeah, it was a special. Was a special that they that they the Christmas special that they used to sort of repackage a couple of these yeah. They Christmas showed shorts. those shorts. I think at the time, what nineteen fifty eight, fifty nine. Yeah. Um. Oh, what would have been the movie? The animated movie. Yeah, um, I mean, because I think sometimes they would. You it was know, probably in the well. It was on the lead up to one hundred one Dalmatians. That was not it, out yet. That was though. like 50, six. That was sixty sixty one. Yeah. Um. What was fifty eight? I guess Sleeping Beauty would have just Sleeping come out. Beauty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Sleeping Beauty was fifty nine. Yeah. Um. So I, I guess they would use it to some like preview some scenes. Yeah. So like I know in like sixty three they they showed some Sword in the Stone stuff. Oh. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. there, so they would pepper other stuff in there, you know, and sometimes, so they they would program it differently from year to year. It wasn't always just the same special. Mm-hmm. Like one year Pluto's Christmas tree would be in it, another year something else would be in its place. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't. It seems to, from what I understand about it, it wasn't like, it was, you know, the framing, the Walt Disney doing the introduction and all the Tinkerbell stuff mm-hmm. and the and the Jiminy Cricket song. Um, and they had a lot of the same stuff, but they would they would rotate it or stuff around to keep it from getting stale, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. That, that's very, you know, that's all you really Disney had to do way. to get it ready was just put the new, put a new clip in there. There yeah. wasn't a whole ton of work to revamp it each year. Yeah. Yeah. Disney is not one to, uh, to really rerun anything to death. No, uh, they're very keen on keeping things special. But yeah, I mean, this is the company that that made sure that Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs didn't get released on VHS until the mid nineties. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they thought it was too special to be right. on tape. Yeah, and, that, um, and thus the concept of the Disney Vault was born. Ugh, the Disney Vault, but that yeah, bane of my existence. But yeah, this um, from all of us to all of you was very popular. You know, it was it was part of the the what the Sunday night Disneyland show or Wonderful World of Disney mm-hmm. that was on Wonderful World of Color yeah as it would later be known so 
it was that and it broadcast quite regularly for a year. It still broadcasts every year on Christmas Eve in the Nordic countries. So yeah. Sweden, Finland, Norway. Um and right? you, were telling, we, you were telling me we were what? talking about this yeah. off mic before we started, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Like uh, apparently uh the and apparently it's averaged out to about 40% of the population of Sweden watches it every year. I think it's on broadcast on Christmas Eve and you know, it's Sweden. It's not as big as as, yeah. as the U.S., but forty percent of a country watching the same the same show when it airs on one night is huge. Yeah, that doesn't happen anywhere. And, and in Sweden, maybe it's, maybe for the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. But in Sweden, it's it's the Christmas thing. Mm. Half like averages out to about forty percent. And there's been years when half of the country is tuned into that on Christmas Eve night. Yeah, I mean, and this is since 1958. This is 60 years. That's a big deal. 60 years it's been going. I mean, we don't have that kind of a... No. I mean, we don't have anything like that in terms of a TV Christmas tradition that no. way. Unless you count, like, I don't know. Is there a... Uh, isn't, like, the Rose Bowl a big deal? Rose Bowl. I don't know. <laughs> the Saturday Night Live Best of Christmas episode. <laughs> oh, I do like that. <laughs> I do. But everything's oh, getting newer that, and newer on there. I know, but there's that one sketch. Uh, what is it? It's It's one about, like... Like come to this church for an extreme Christmas Eve oh. service, and yeah. it's like yeah, that was a newer one. That's good, and I love that but one. It's I... like and he tells the jokes. He's like they they went all the way to Bethlehem, and in those days they didn't have MapQuest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all so stuff good. Like that. that is good. Yeah. I you know as but you know as long as those specials still have. Uh, a Christmas Wish yeah. from Steve Martin. Yeah, uh-huh. I will watch that because that is the that's my favorite yeah. of any of those. Of any of those is always Steve Martin's Christmas Wish. The yeah. minute that gets bumped for something else, I'm yeah. stopping. Yeah, but or uh, Will Ferrell uh, singing. It's the, the most, most wonderful time of the year. Then throwing the up. Thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. They uh, they still do. <coughs> they yeah. still save some good stuff for the holidays. But, yeah, but uh, yeah. This so this from all of us to all of you is in 1958. Mm-hmm. And that that was a good way to repackage all their Christmas stuff, yeah. which they didn't really make a lot more of. Uh, no. In 1978, you got the small one. Yes. Have you seen that one? Uh, when I was very... Yeah. yeah. So I have not watched it recently, but I, I watched it when I was very young. And then, um, you know what I also used to list Because I, I had it was uh, one of the Disney book on tape. Tis, mm. Disney on tape book. It was a small one. We had that. I yeah. listened to it a ton. I, I yeah. saw it when I was very young. Yeah. I probably listened to that book and read that book more. Yeah. That little, you know, the little Disney book on tape they used to do. You remember the, the merch, it was the merchant song on it? Clank, yeah. Clink, clank, clank, put yeah. the money in the bank. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that is a very catchy little tune. Um, I actually watched it for the first time a two-day. Oh. Uh, i never seen it before. Um, I had wanted to see. They don't it. show it anywhere. <clears throat> no, they really they don't. don't. It really, they really don't. They don't. I don't think it's on a DVD or anything. I think it's. It might just be because it's not very marketable. Yeah. Um. I. I know. Well, it is on one DVD. Um. Not oh. recently, probably, but like you know how they will do like the um. You know, cartoon classic starring Mickey, cartoon yeah. classic starring Donald, and okay. there's these like one DVD things. There's one that's called Christmas Favorites, and, and it's it got has, the small one. It on has it. Christmas Carol. Pluto's Christmas tree and the small one. Oh, and that's what it has on it. Um, but I just watched it on Daily Motion because okay. it's there yeah. for free, and uh, it's it, it's it's a good little film. Uh, it is uh, one of the very first things that Don Bluth directed. 
Right. I knew it was a Bluth. Uh-huh. His fingerprints are all <laughs> over it. Oh, really? All okay. over it. Um, with the exception Sorry. of... Uh, I, I'm guessing from what I've read that the small one kind of represented a real changing of the guard. Uh, a lot of the elderly animators were either retiring or dying. Right. And the ones that stayed on were kind of like you know, these young whippersnappers. Right, yeah. You know, and then there's Don Bluth and Richard Rich who are trying to uh, do new things or express themselves differently. And and Bluth so wasn't there for that long. When he no, was he wasn't. Stuff, right? No, he wasn't. He was there just kind of for the 70s because what else was he going to do? Work at Filmation? Gross. Like, right. You know? Uh, yeah, because he, he yeah. went out and did his own stuff, right? Yeah, he left he, 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 he left to do his own thing very right. shortly right, after okay. Small One. But he did do some Disney I, work. I think I he might that. have even done a little bit of work on The Fox and the Hound. Did he do some work on the... Was he a res, did he was he on The Rescuers? I think 77? so. 77? Okay. Yeah, he was on The Rescuers. Yeah. Um, he was there for that. Okay. But, uh, but he left shortly after The Small One. Okay. I think a little bit into production of Fox and the Hound. All right. Uh, and but, then he did his own thing, you but, know, yeah. and Disney kind of floundered for a little while. Right. But you're um, saying his fingerprints are all over the small one. Yeah. How An- is it? Animation is it good? touches. Yeah, it is. It is good. It is good. Um, you know, it's, it's a little, it's, it's small, you know, yeah. it's, I mean, the name right. it's, it's, it's a, it's a small story. It's, um, but it's a sweet little tale and, uh, you know, it has some decent music in it and, mm-hmm. uh, good and just you know, top-notch animation uh, from the best uh, the best of the game that you had there in the seventies. Apparently, there's a little bit of reused animation, uh, particularly Mowgli animation, because he looks just yes. like the little boy protagonist. Disney throughout the seventies reused cells and animation. Like there's uh, Robin Hood, yes, and, that, and that the Aristocats, and the Jungle Book dancing yeah. scenes from the Jungle Book. Like uh-huh. yeah, they did a lot of reuse. Disney used a lot, reused a lot. I, I know it's, there's supposed to be an argument that says, like, that's really not as cheap of a move as you think it is. Right. Uh, I don't remember what that, why that was, but the, the, that's out there. Uh, I, I mean, I I, 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 but I don't, I don't know enough about, about it. I, I read it once, yeah. but I, I don't remember enough details to accurately represent right. that here. Okay. But they, um, they reused some Mowgli animation. They for did it. for a small one, probably to uh, save on cash. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, another book I've been listening to as well is called Disney War. Um, have you heard of that one? It's uh, I've heard of it. It's about Michael Eisner's tenure. At oh, Disney. okay, yeah. And uh, they Very say that polarizing. That, and uh, yeah, and Disney animation at this point was kind of at a low ebb. Seventies, um, eighties, Disney itself was like sort of floundering. Yeah. Um, definitely not one of its strongest eras. No. And uh, apparently, when Michael Eisner came in in the early eighties. The animation department would sort of, uh, what they would do is they would work in the morning, and then they would have an extended lunch, play card games, work for maybe another hour, and then go home. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> like that was they, they were just sort of resting on their laurels at that point. Right. You can kind of see that a little bit with the small one, just by how quaint it is, and it doesn't really push any boundaries. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. um, It's not particularly ambitious. But uh, you know, it's 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 cute. Yeah. It's cute All right. Short. Oh, I was gonna say. Well, yeah. then after the small one, we got a a big one. Sort we did of a big. Mm-hmm. That was um was 1983's Mickey's Christmas Carol. That's right. Made you know based off of the LP. 
Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. The LP which we talked from about earlier. Yeah, uh-huh. with Alan Young. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was Alan Young's first time voicing Scrooge McDuck. It was animation wise. He had yeah. voiced him on the record. Yep. And he had voiced him for some other stuff, but the first it was the first time he had voiced him on screen. Yes, and there's actually an interesting... Was it Wayne Alwyn's first one as Mickey, too? It was. It was Wayne Alwyn's first as Mickey Mouse, and Clarence Nash's last as Donald. Last as Donald Duck, mm-hmm. yep. And at that point, um, uh, Pinto Colvig was dead, so right. he wasn't doing Goofy. Instead, it was Hal Smith. Who was on uh, Andy Griffith's show? Andy Griffith. Uh, he was also uh, Owl for Winnie the right. Pooh. Right, yeah, okay. And uh, for you kids who grew up evangelical Christians, he played uh, uh, Wit on... Uh, Mr. Whitaker on uh, Adventures in Odyssey. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, speaking of Alan Young, he was, you know, they, they had him for the LP, but right. for some reason in the late 70s, early 80s, they were thought, well, we could get Alan Young to do this, but, you know, I mean, he's he's a big TV star. We can't right. get him to do this stinky little role. Right. And Alan Young found out about that, that they weren't going to consider him because of that. And he was just like, Pfft. Hey, I worked in television for five years with a talking horse. Yeah. At this point in my career, nothing's beneath me. <laughs> That's what Alan Young is quoted as saying. He's like, what a cool dude. <laughs> yeah. Who just was like, whatever, man. Like, All right. I did Mr. Ed. I'm going to be Scrooge again. Come on. How, 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 could I, how could I have a high horse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, part of the pun. But, um, but yeah, it was, and it's, it's quite seminal. Um, yes. It is a very efficient retelling yeah of uh uh charles dickens a christmas carol yeah. and i don't mean efficient as a, as a slur against the no. film i mean they they're efficient in conveying the emotion to you you do yeah. feel it if you want to find a way to condense a christmas carol into a half hour this is your example yes absolutely um i've heard other conventions of a christmas carol into a half an hour um both done as like a radio play yeah and there's uh, one that's beautifully animated but doesn't quite hit me the same way. Uh, it was done by Richard Williams in the 70s. But uh, but they don't, they, they don't, uh, they're not as adept as right. Mickey's Christmas Carol no. is. You, uh, like, the, for instance, uh, the scene towards the very end, uh, the Ghost of Christmas Future is showing Scrooge, uh, uh, Tiny Tim's gravestone, and Mickey's at it, and he's like, He's got a single tear rolling yes. down his cheek as he's holding this, the cane, and just like, "Holy cow! Like, <laughs> that is some, that is some real feelings yeah. right there." Um, oh, they yeah. didn't hold back. No, you know, um, no, they didn't. They, they, they really. Scrooge falling down into hell yes. at the very end. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, I, I, we got to talk. We should, we should Why talk about yours, Ebenezer, yeah. richest man how in perfect, the cemetery. How perfect to have Pete play. Yeah, like the. I mean. And to not be revealed until he drops to hell. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What uh-huh. are yours? Yeah. I mean, and it's just. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the whole thing, like, just the 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 way they cast it with the Disney characters, mm-hmm. to have Pete play, you know, Pete play, um, the Ghost of Christmas, Christmas Future, Future Willie and... the Giant be present, and mm-hmm. uh, which is great. Uh, Jimmy Cricket has passed, and mm-hmm. then you know just to fill fill in the scenes with yeah. you know Robin Hood characters and. Mi- Mr. Ichabod and Mr. Toad characters, yeah, Badger Ichabod, and Molly and Ratty and uh huh and 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 uh, Robin Hood characters are yes. in there too, um, yeah, uh, three little pigs. The three little pigs yeah. are caroling. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. it's just like 
I mean, it's, it it it, it looks like, like it was Roger super Rabbit fun level. to yeah. animate and draw. Yeah, and like we said, just great with to hear Al, to, for Alan Young to be Scrooge mm-hmm. and Wayne Alwyn's first Mickey, and Wayne Alwyn was a great Mickey. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, it was his first Mickey. He did it until what two thousand nine or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he died. probably what he probably voiced Mickey before, but was this his debut? Because Mickey hadn't been in a short. For like thirty no, years, right? No, they had used. I think it was was Wayne Allwine. So it was Wayne Allwine's first one. First okay. time voicing Mickey. Oh yeah, you know it um, probably was. Did he like because Mickey hadn't been in a short for like thirty years. No, not since I think there was one in nineteen fifty three was the last yeah. short, and in between they just got different people to do Mickey. Right. Um, if you want to see a particularly weak Mickey, look up um, Walt Disney World in Florida used to have this attraction called the Mickey Mouse Review. And it was basically just a bunch of Disney characters performing songs for you. And they were, uh, the animatronics were singing the songs. And it wasn't a ride. It was just, you're sitting in an auditorium and then the curtain comes Comes up up. on this animatronic group and then the curtain, you know, just sort of like a a high budget Chuck E. Cheese concert. Right. Um, But if you want to hear a terrible Mickey... It's in there. And it's he's in like, there. oh, hi, everybody. Like, it's not much better than that. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's real bad. But, but Wayne Allwine is a is, is a very good actor with the Mickey voice. Yes. And, and it's something that I, uh, a very another podcast Mickey. I listened to called um, uh, What a Cartoon. Um, it's done by uh, Bob Mackey and Henry Gilbert. And they mention, you know, how you think Mickey is sort of like, oh, anybody could do Mickey, you know. But then you think of, well... Yeah, you can do that voice, but can you act through it? Right. And that's something that Wayne Allwine can do. Yes. Or could do. Right. He's, he unfortunately has since passed away. Right, yes. Um, in fact, he was married to Rusie Taylor. Yeah. Who yeah. was Minnie Mouse. Yep. So Mickey and Minnie were married in, in real, real life. life. Yep. But he does a great job as Mickey Mouse's Bob Cratchit, yep. and and uh, there's a very there's so many memorable lines that are not in the original book but you know no, and, but, but 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 they but they're not out of character I know. either you get, um i know you, like, like you get like uh 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 scrooge says to the uh to to the collectors who are trying to gather money for yeah. the poor he's just like oh you wouldn't want me to put me out of a job would you yeah. you know like yeah. uh, or, don't make me put you out of a job yeah yeah, yeah. Ebenezer, yeah. I'm standing under the mistletoe. Right, yeah. My lips are puckered. You're, you're st- also standing on my foot. That's right. Like, that's right. You're standing like, on my foot. Like yeah. he's, a, he's like such a nerd, too. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Um, for oh. crossing the mortgage. Uh, there's just so much that, that just sticks in With my brain. With pisnitch, pisnitch, With yogurt. <laughs> With yogurt, yeah. <laughs> Oh I mean, just gosh. they just because they made they made yeah. the the characters just put. I mean, the you know the yeah. actors inhabited the characters they were playing, playing uh-huh. Scrooge or you know Fred or you know it's it's maybe the one time you see Donald Duck not frustrated and yelling. Oh no, not at all. Like he he <laughs> you he, hear him do the round like as he, he gets miscast. kicked out of the door. <laughs> yes, he is miscast. <laughs> but I mean, he's. <clears throat> He should have been. He should have been Marley. Goofy should have yeah, been Fred. But That's you know, what should have happened. Who better to Who better to cast as the nephew of Scrooge than his actual nephew? That's true. Donald That's Duck. true. Oh, <laughs> you're making me want to read uh, the Carl Barks comics. Yeah. You, you ever read those? The, Carl, the old Carl uh, Bar- Uncle Scrooge one. Yeah, yeah. I not not recently. They're still going, but I've yeah. I've read Scrooge comics. Before. Yeah, we we have a uh, a bunch of collections of the old 
Carl Barks ones from okay. the 50s, and they are, it's good stuff. Right. It's good stuff. A lot of great Christmas but, stuff. Yeah. Scrooge is extra greedy in those. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you think he's greedy in the cartoons. Yeah, he softened by the time he got to DuckTales. Oh, right? yeah. He's way softened. <laughs> in, in the other ones, he's, in the other ones, he's, he's like, uh, why would I pay for a newspaper? Like buy, I'll get the old one of the garbage for free. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like. <laughs> oh, you yeah. skin flint. Yeah, to to an extreme but degree. It, oh, but it, it really was great. Uh, go- goofy, yeah. doing the typical, <clears throat> your your goofy fall down the stairs as oh, Marley. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, We're uh, doing all the voices, but we just can't help it. No, it's, yeah. The, we, these sorry. inflections are burned in our brains. Yeah. You're robbed from the witch. Rich yeah. and swindled the poor. Yeah. He like looks all proud of himself. Yeah. No. No. I was wrong. Well, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Garsh, <laughs> uh, yeah. it was, and, and and yet, and Goofy, who should be silly, does convey that he yeah. does he does get across well the character of Marley's Marley. ghost, um, and he, with that with while still being Goofy, while I mean, still he's being still, goofy. still like he's both you, and yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's amazing. I, I can't believe they pulled that off. Yeah, and and yeah, it's it's a great uh, c- condension for uh, yes. Uh, for, for kids i mean not yeah that's yeah. how i got to know it and it's and, still one of my favorite adaptations right? even after having uh i mean my all-time favorite is the alistair sim one from the 50s oh I mean, yeah that's just you aren't going to beat that right but um, mickey's christmas carol is way up there yeah and they put that in the theaters too it wasn't just a short to be released on dvd no. they right the re-release of the rescuers With the rescuers uh-huh. in 1983 yeah. they put it out in the holiday season and they they put mickey's christmas carol in front of it mm-hmm and it did uh, do very well. Yeah. Um, although notably, Roger Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel did not like it. Well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, surprise. Yeah, they can't be right all the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, don't be wrong. Like I do, I did like, I do like Roger Ebert. I yeah. Did, oh, I did I, like he's a great writer. writer. He's a great writer. But uh, he but was he, wrong. He oh, was he wrong was wrong about, a lot of the time. And Siskel, he, he's, and Siskel he, let him know it. <laughs> yeah. I I still uh, yeah I still really admire his writing because he's a great yeah. writer. But I mean to to. Two of my favorite things ever, mm-hmm. Mickey's Christmas Carol and Wet Hot American Summer, he uh, did not like. No, he didn't, yeah. <laughs> but the great thing about Ebert, though, is that if you agreed with him, if you disagreed with him, yeah. he'd let you do it. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, he'd have fun with you while you did it. And he, he had a but... he had a like a sense of humor about it. One, oh, one, one, yeah. one of his one of his collections was called like "I still hate this film" or yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't care if everybody likes. It, I still hate. I it. still hate this film. <laughs> uh, great. You know, he had yeah, a good sense a, of humor about how much he didn't like things. What what a treasure! Yeah. Or like, man, go read his review of North. Yeah. That's that review is epic. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and his reviews like you know you think some people you know ragging yeah. him for not liking things and then rag on him for the two thumbs up or two thumbs down he did yeah. with Siegel, uh, Siskel. Yeah. But his writing is yeah. phenomenal. Don't oh, pay yeah. attention to the TV distilled two thumbs up, two thumbs down stuff. Yeah. Read his articles. Even that's pretty fun, especially, yeah. especially when him and Siskel get into spats. Yeah, that's pretty. Funny. But it, 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 I think it, I think what that does is oversimplifies what. Oh yeah. What yeah. what a brilliant mind he had for analyzing this stuff. yeah but, but either way it came to this he yeah he, he said it was yeah. he, he said it was uh it was rote didn't add anything and i think well it doesn't need to right i don't think dickens needs it there robert <laughs> yeah um but uh but oh man yeah. that that is great that that was that's been that's the first christmas movie i watch every year uh that's been my favorite since you know I, I, my parents brought home the rented vhs for me to watch yeah. You know, like we said, we taped it off of the TV. It's seminal. It's just, yeah, yeah it's just uh, it's just magic to see the, for me, 
who's yeah. a Disney fan to see the Disney characters do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't, and I do think that is sort of the, for me anyway, that's the high watermark of Disney Christmas entertainment. Yes, is is their adaptation of a Christmas Carol, right? And and, um, and it's like just you could just a, a very intricate amount of work into a thirty minute short. I mean, that's yeah. another good thing about any of these is the work put in. Yeah, like none of these shorts are slight by any means. No. You know, no, not at all. They're very ex- e- e- well crafted a, and handled. Right. Even a small, even the small one, which was done sort of at a low ebb in the studio's timeline, yeah. um, is not is not lacking in craft. Right. You know, it it's all still there. Now, of course, later on they would do other Christmas things. Um, one my son really likes is uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, yes. which is fun. You know, they they have good little stories about, you know, the the Huey, Dewey, and Louie wishing yeah. it was Christmas every day. And Kelsey Grammer, Kelsey Grammer, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to do my best, uh, do my best Fraser Crane. <laughs> Mickey, we're listening. Uh, <laughs> dear God. Dear God. <laughs> oh, dear God, Niles. <laughs> I mean, Goofy. Uh, oh, that'd be great to see him do all his Fraserism. I mean, but he's just got the good voice to to narrate that stuff he and, does you know it's it's good it's charming in its way it's yeah. not yeah it's not great i mean there's a there's a nutcracker takeoff and yeah is it in the once upon that, or is that, that in twice? that's in the house um, house of mouse the, the house of mouse one that they do th- there's a gift of the magi right is there a gift of the magi yeah that's in once upon a christmas yeah. uh-huh. there's the one with donald and his nephews that with the, one with i great, like uh, five a uh, firehouse five plus two uh reference yes yeah. yes um yeah, there's one with Donald. Donald and his nephews. nephews. I think that's uh-huh. the one I seem to remember the best. Yeah, and and it's 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 cute. It's right. uh, it's very festive. Right. Um, but it doesn't just it isn't just it just isn't as substantial right. as the others uh, as the earlier efforts. Yeah. And, and uh, snowed Disney, in it. Yeah, snowed in the House of Mouse. Right. Uh, so they go over some of those or or winter scenes from other movies mm-hmm. and that that was one because there was for a year when Mickey's Christmas Carol wasn't on. And it, yeah. it, it, it might have been on TV, but they added it for TV. That, yeah. That's the thing with that. Like, if you want, you go watch Mickey's Christmas Carol. There's a DVD that was released for the 30 year anniversary in 2013 that mm. it is full. They cut certain parts for TV. Mm. No, for TV. Okay, like for TV. Say. Like when it was broadcast on ABC Family. Yeah. Like for you time, didn't hear you didn't for hear time of commercials. For time of commercial. Yeah. You didn't hear Goofy's fall down the stairs. Oh, that's yeah. There were little cuts. Mm. Um, there's no cuts in that DVD. But mm. on TV, I think once it got on, once I think when it was still on CBS and ABC, it wasn't yeah. cut. There weren't no, as many it edits. Wasn't. They, but they, once they it got on to like for commercials, yeah. But yeah. once it got onto ABC Family, they they cut. Yeah, they made cuts because they started showing it just in a half hour without yeah. um without any of the stuff preceding, without any of the shorts yeah. preceding it. When it was on CBS and ABC, they gave it an hour uh-huh. and and put that in there with the shorts. Right, and then they would do commercial breaks in between the shorts, right. but they would never interrupt the short no. for commercials. No, and they didn't yeah. they didn't cut and they didn't cut anything for they didn't cut anything for commercials. Right. On ABC Family when they were just showing the original half hour on TV, they had to get they had to get it on in like 22 minutes. Yeah. So they had to cut the cut lines were cut uh, they did that it? with the Rankin Bass stuff too. Yeah. It was the night before Christmas. They cut a whole dang song out yep. of it so it would fit in the twenty-two minute slot, which bothers me. But yeah, whatever. So go get the DVD because it's real, and you get a bunch of the shorts yeah. with it too. So that, but it's really yeah. good to see it 
full uncut on on that DVD. Do you have anything to say about the later efforts uh, other than what we've said with Once Upon a you know Christmas, what? Twice Upon a Christmas? I mean, other than that, that they were... I guess I there's think, some, some of those episodes. I don't had, think like, Once uh, Upon a Christmas is that great in terms of ranking it next to everything. Yeah. But in terms of the care they put into it i think because yeah. like, twice upon a christmas is like computer animated and stuff right? yeah and it's and it's that very man I, I tell you like computer animation ages like cheese man. oh yeah like like what was considered state-of-the-art like in the right. early 2000s is just like it's so ugly you can't go back to it like even yeah. even toy story like you go back to toy story 1995 and, and like just like i can't look at sid like it's so <laughs> gross like it, it just it, looks yeah. really bad but you know it was good at the uh, groundbreaking at the yeah, time I, I but feel like 2d animation never yeah. aged that poorly. no and i mean like the once upon a <clears throat> christmas uh, I don't think it, like I said, it's not as, to me, it's not as entertaining as Mickey's Christmas Carol or any of the no. other shorts. It's not but, bad, though. But it's not bad, and there's that level of care into it. It's well animated, mm-hmm. it's warm, it's welcoming, um, mm-hmm. it's good to ha- It's good to watch. It's well written, too. It's well written. Mm-hmm. You can watch it every Christmas. It's not. It doesn't capture my attention um, as much as say the other ones do. Like, yeah. you know, my we've been watching Mickey's Christmas Carol in these shorts last night, and when my not looking, my wife has been taking and sharing Instagram stories of me as I stare at the TV agape, like like a kid, <laughs> like a four year old watching all this stuff. Yeah. I don't watch Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas like that. No, but Christmas Carol, Mickey's Christmas Carol, I will stare, yeah, hunched over, yeah. on the floor, staring up at the TV, yeah, like it's the first time I've seen it. Joy um, to the children, <laughs> but it's. Yeah, so some of the newer stuff yeah. isn't as um, it's okay, but it's not a as big a deal to Disney anymore. I don't think. No, I no. remember it, what, one, what they're more likely to do is just take one of their animated shows and just do a Christmas episode. Yes, because um, um, like Once Upon a Christmas, there was still it was it was a direct to video, but there was still a big like hype and yeah. ant- anticipation around well, the release, and like they they to commemorate it too they. You could buy a package with that and some ornaments. Like I have a yeah. ornament that came with Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, and it's like Mickey pulling Minnie on a sled. Yeah. Um. So th- there was a little more fanfare about yeah. Once Upon a Christmas, but that was 1999. That was almost 20 years ago. There's not much did, fanfare around Christmas stuff anymore. They, they did a Frozen Christmas thing. Oh, you like a special that? on TV? Uh, and, no, it was preceding Coco originally oh you remember that oh and yeah then nobody liked it so they took it off <laughs> they took it off okay. um yeah they did they've done um they've done a like a i think a toy story short yeah. on tv like yeah, they'll they, right. because they toy story they they'll they'll do a toy story short which is which is kind of fun to see that but it's yeah. just not there's a really fun halloween one yeah that they do yeah um, it's just not it's like almost like a murder mystery yeah it's great it's <laughs> but great. there's just not yeah. a lot of prominence around it i don't think since probably the 1999 mickey's once upon a christmas yeah um you know they've done stuff they did um they did like a limited two years ago they did a limited edition pin and ornament for the uh, once upon a winter time short uh short around the holidays which is a cool a really cool pin it's a storybook pin so it yeah. opens. Oh, cool! It opens to a, a scene inside, and and they had a a, a Christmas ornament, but they don't. 
yeah, there's just not. Uh, I think in general, there's not a lot of focus on shorts and stuff they can no. get back into. I mean, they did do um, a Robert Zemeckis motion capture version of A Christmas Carol yeah. with Jim Carrey. But, like, but that's... Is that really great? Did anybody really ask you know for what? that? I, 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 it's, it's nice to go see that, but it doesn't... Yeah. It's not... The motion capture of for A Christmas Carol just isn't as good as... Mickey's Christmas Carol or seeing the Muppets or, or Mr. Yeah. Magoo or any of the, you know, it's oh, just, Mr. there's Magoo. something. That is a good version. There's a lack of, I mean, I think this with the Polar Express too. Yeah. There's a lack of warmth to motion capture. Yes. That definitely. just doesn't um, blend itself to the holidays. No, no, no. And yet they tried. Yeah. And yet they tried. But there's plenty of classic stuff out there to go watch. It. So Absolutely. I would just recommend go see go any of this that. old stuff. We'll watch Mickey's Christmas Carol. Go on the YouTubes. Look up all these shorts. Yeah. Watch Santa's Workshop. Yes. Dang it. That short's good. Yes. That short's really good. Watch them. It, there's no, there's, like I said, there's no cynicism to yeah. it. It's just, it's just a pure childhood right. storybook. Um, and other than Mickey's yeah. Christmas Carol, they're all like eight minutes. So you can yeah. go, you can go. Make a playlist night, for yourself. Make a playlist for yourself. Yeah. Pull it up on your iPad, yeah, and sit in bed and watch it at bed as you fall asleep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, dude, oh my gosh, that'd be terrific. Yeah, Imagine, especially Christmas Eve. You know, yeah. you're all just do oh, it. Oh, what a magical Christmas Eve! Uh, as a man, as a kid, uh, sometimes we would stay up late and watch Christmas specials because Cartoon Network would show them late into the night yes. before Adult Swim was a thing. And I remember Christmas Eve just watching old, old, old. Hanna Barbera Christmas specials. Yeah, till all hours of the morning. This um, is your assignment. Watch yeah. these all on Christmas Eve. I mean, watch right. them before if you want, but yeah, watch them on Christmas Eve. There too. you go. It's a good way to end the night after uh, your f- family Christmas Eve party. Absolutely. Well, I think that about does it for our topics this evening. Trey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Trey Whittish. That's T R E Y dot W Y D Y S H. Uh, Twitter's a little different. I'm on Twitter as Trey Whittish, all one word. Uh, and you can find me every Monday in the Geekiverse writing about podcast obsessed. Uh, I recommend a different podcast to listen to every week. And uh, now that December's rolling around, we're going to get some holiday special Woo! podcast fun. You know, we'll be talking about the comedy Bang Bang holiday oh, special. Thrilling Adventure Hours back, and they're probably <gasps> going to release a live show from the vaults. Uh, it probably has to do with the holidays this Monday, so maybe I'll uh, write about that for you. Um, I think coming up on this next week, Bullseye did a, uh, uh, a retrospective of all their interviews they'd done with Ricky J, and it was a very fun show to listen to if you don't know who ricky jay is he's a maybe the best sleight of hand magician in the world and he just Uh-oh. passed away Uh-oh. uh at the end of november so they have all their their re, they re uh airing their interviews with him i will probably recommend that but be on the lookout for that uh i guess i'll tell you about improv yeah yeah do that i am performing improv uh well at the time of this airing last friday yeah but maybe i'll have a show again in january i can tell you about but uh if you want go to comedy sports buffalo um and uh go see a show uh shows are cheap you can go see shows on fridays and saturdays at seven thirty or nine thirty. uh minor league plays at fridays at 9.30 uh, for $5 uh, for minor league. So enjoy. 
Um, but that's all. Uh, that's what I got going on. Hold on one second, Teddy. I don't know. Can you come here for a second? Come here. Say those are some snazzy pajamas. Can you say you can find me? You can find me on Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter. At Nate. At Nate. Underscore. Underscore. Lockhart. And And Instagram. And Instagram. At. At. Nathaniel dot Lockhart. <laughs> Nathaniel dot at Nathaniel dot <laughs> Do you have anything to plug, Teddy? He's shaking his head no. All right. I'm shaking my head yes. What are you plugging? <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. You plugging Christmas. Are you in support of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Christmas for everyone. <laughs> Say Christmas for everyone. Christmas for everyone. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Teddy. Have a good night. I love you. Um. Yeah. So you can find me on Twitter. Those places. There's also Glee Club, but uh, by the time this comes out, those will be done. So. But if you want to join Glee Club, you should go to the website, Google it, sing with us. I think that about does it. So we will uh, we'll see you again probably next week. Hopefully next week I'll have something ready to, oh. to go. So we get two weeks in a row of this stuff. Um, but eh, we'll see. You know, holidays get crazy. Yes. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening. See you again next time. Love you. Bye. <laughs>